Ladies and gentlemen. Tech feed, Tech feed with Andy Wells, direct from CES in Las Vegas. Coming to you from CES 2020 as part of Tech Daily's coverage of the event. Thanks to Intel, Sony, and Swan for their support. Now, in this episode, what's happening in the world of lifestyle tech in 2020? I'm joined by Robin Raskin, founder of Living in Digital Times. Hello, or good day. Great to see you. Great presentation. You've just sort of covered off in the last hour about what's coming up, what's happening at the show in terms of lifestyle technology. Quick definition, what, what does what's lifestyle technology cover? It covers things that affect people's daily life, their health, their beauty, their fitness, their wellness, their sleep, their children, their families. So taking it out of the... Uh, I want to be entertained, or um, you know, or I'm a smart city product, which is a lot of what you'll see here. Uh, we we don't cover cars, even though they are part of lifestyle, but we cover the things that make you who you are. Okay, now interesting. At the very start of the presentation, you had you had this little headline of uh, the wake up call. Some wake up calls for 2020 in this area. What are they? So if you walk through the show, there are not too many keyboards and screens. They've kind of gone away. So your voice, your finger, your emotion and your brain, they will be your interface devices going forward. And you'll see all sorts of variations on that theme. Of course, we're seeing a a lot of uh, voice-driven products coming out now. For me, it is a little bit hard to see the end of the keyboard because the one thing I took away from school was the ability to touch type, which is something they don't teach people anymore. I know. But then you will start to think about how do I communicate? I've been dictating my pieces lately it's a very different skill so you have to adopt I think smart people will adopt to different interfaces you know now I'm using my finger now I'm using my every time you go to a store to buy something you know should I use my phone should I use my credit card should I use my finger is there facial recognition this is kind of like the mess that we're going to find ourselves in as these new devices permeate and then we'll sort of it will become so natural Okay, so that's one of our big wake-up calls for 2020. Uh, What else? So the other is just the proliferation of sensors of every kind. When you think about it, your car, your autonomous driving car, is really just a bunch of sensors on a big battery talking to the cloud, and you're driving around. And so if you take that and think about what you wear, why shouldn't your coat know if you're getting colder or hotter and change automatically? Your stove, why shouldn't it know when the food is done? So if you think about sensors, are my teeth brushed enough? Did I wash my face enough? Are my pores good enough? That's what you're talking about. You're talking about embedded sensors that are filling a function and giving you information and creating a feedback loop. Which reminds me, just another great thing that was mentioned in the presentation is is the, the growth of those uh, Internet of Things products, talking about a toothbrush that can order you toothpaste because it knows how much it's used. This is what you're talking about, the sensors. Yeah. So there's human-to-machine you know, conversation like, okay, stove, I want you to turn off now, or is my turkey at 450 degrees? But then there's machine-to-machine, which is, okay, I pulled up to the gas pump, car, pay for the gas, you know, or... I've pulled up to the electric meter, car, pay for the electricity, which Tesla is a really good example of that. And these products, because they're IoT and talking to the cloud, will get smarter and smarter. So every time you get a new upgrade, you know, now your dentist knows about your teeth, now it's got a new sonic thing. Toilet paper, the roll may be able to sense when it's coming to an end, your paper towels. So if you think about it, your machines will be doing the consumable replenishing, and you'll just be hanging out, 
<laughs> it's exciting stuff. Now, um, Living Digital Times is, is looking after a lot of presentations and, and exhibits uh, here at CES. I thought we'd just skip through a few areas here. Just maybe give some highlights of what uh, you're looking forward to, what, what we can expect. Digital health. God, digital health is so going. But telemedicine is a big theme. So the idea that you don't have to go visit the doctor, but you can do things at home that the doctor can watch and the doctor doesn't have to watch every move you make they'll be alerted to the delta of change um, aging is a big problem for all of us in the world so the idea of aging in place and staying home longer also revolves around sensors and then um, I think breakthroughs in dependencies we have things for opioid uh, for, for, for drugs and alcohol you know to use preventative technologies rather than drugs to cure drug problems. Now, um, I'm no gym junkie, but I do, I do like uh, having a fitness uh, device uh, uh, on board. I'm, I'm, I'm trialling the Huawei GT2 at the moment, which is, which is fantastic. No. <laughs> um, what, is, what do you see as uh, uh, sort of um, great innovations this year for uh, fitness and wearable? So I think, again, sensors are everywhere, and what's happening is fitness is being democratized. So you used to only be able to ride the Peloton bike if you could afford a Peloton bike. You're seeing many solutions uh, that are much more affordable. You're seeing the gym come into your home rather than having to go to a gym. You're seeing the nutritionist come into a home rather than have to go to a nutritionist. On the show floor, we have a, a yoga mat. Uh, that has sensors in it, and uh, it's called Yogafy, and it works with you to correct your yoga postures. We have swimming goggles that um, Instabeat that lets you go underwater and measure the heart rate from the temple. So this idea of sensors and sports and optimizing your performance—you don't have to be a superstar, but but um, and it's funny. I looked at this crowd at the press conference today, and I said. God, they look thinner and better than they did a few years ago. And I think it's because they're all wearing watches. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to go and have a look at that yoga fire mat, actually. That does look... I'm, I'm not into yoga. I don't think I've ever actually done yoga, but the idea of the, the mat being able to give you that immediate feedback and, and helping you through yeah. it in your own home, of course, is great. Yeah. So I think you're going to see more things like that that let you... Um, Phil, and, and from a safety, you know, runners alone can now um, contact emergency contacts. Uh, hikers alone can use a whole bunch of new products on the show floor to get immediate help. And so, so much of this is just like being smart about being outdoors. And, um, and then even things like AR, you know, so for the kids, you know, we have Pokemon and Harry Potter that have combined their phones, which parents hate, with outdoor play, which they love. So to let the kids go out in the real world and play an AR game is pretty um, satisfying to parents. You know Pokemon isn't just for kids, right? <laughs> oh, God, I'm an addict. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. But I, I learned everything I knew from nine-year-olds who told me how to get to the next level. <laughs> exactly. And uh, finally, let's, I mean, let's talk about uh, digital money. It's, it's great to see at CES this year there seems to be an increased presence of people talking about digital money. So what's on show and is exciting this year? So we have a whole um, area on the show floor. Um, Bobby Lee, who has a product called Ballet, which is actually a physical representation of your digital money because he believes that's what you need to make this happen. We have um, a number of other companies doing everything from being exchanges to wallets. It's still poorly understood and still highly regulated here, um, which are issues that we have to get through. But 
I think, as this generation of gamers grows up and they're used to the idea of virtual things, it's a no-brainer to make money virtual. Excellent. And any final thoughts uh, for CES 2020 uh, from you, yourself personally? So I've been coming here for a lot of years, more than I want to think about, and I'm never, ever bored once. And... I call it the epicenter. I call it like the China Silk Road. Like everybody marches up and down all year, does their own thing. But when you come to CES, you can see the big trends. They're right in front of your nose. So it's kind of fabulous. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. The Tech Feed, the tech feed will now terminate. Visit techdaily.com.au. Robin, some great insights here. Thanks so much and enjoy the rest of the show. I'm going to go have lunch. <laughs>